ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to Homemaker Chic Podcast, where we are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind, or at least we like to pretend that we are. I don't know what we're actually doing. I am the host of Homemaker Chic Podcast, Shay Elliott of the Elliott Homestead blog. And I am joined by my co-host, Angela Reed of the blog, Parisian Farm Girl. If you are new to Homemaker Chic, here's the lowdown. Angela and I are two best friends. We live 2,000 miles apart, and it has been April, May, June, July, August, September, six months since we have seen one another, Hmm. which is quite sad. Um, But here we are, two moms, 10 children between the two of us. We both run little hobby farms. We both homeschool our children. We both are online entrepreneurs, and we are both homemakers who are determined to not relive that 80s school marm denim jumper nonsense. We're fashionable homemakers. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know what's Are going we? on with my I don't, hair today. I don't know. I was just going to say I have a messy bun, which is like everything I'm anti. But uh, here we are. Here uh, we your, are. Your messy bun's always like I never had like the cute messy bun. Mine just always looked sad. <laughs> Did you have a floppy? A floppy well, messy bun? Well, I don't know if it's just because it's so heavy. Like it just was always just like this. I never. I maybe it's a brunette thing. I feel like blondes look. The messy bun on blondes is different. I don't know. Hmm. If you want me to feel bad for you because your hair is so thick, I'm not going to. Sorry, it is zero sympathy here. (sighs) This episode's feel sorry for me (laughs) because it's thick everywhere. Let's talk right about some of that right hair removal. <laughs> I plucked the darkest, coarsest hair from yeah, my sorry. chin today. I don't Maybe even have you to can feel them with anymore. It. I can see them. When they're big enough that you can like sit there and get it. That is. <laughs> do you like that visual? That's disturbing. It's so disturbing. I'm like, there's, is this... Is this where we are? Why? This is where we are? Like, what? what is happening there? Is it like a feeler? Is it for protection? Is it for warmth? <laughs> You're about to get old and feeble. We're going to start covering you with this really thick coarse hair to help a girl out. <laughs> it's scary. I have one. It's Well, I mean, I have more than one, but I have one in particular mm-hmm. that's like florist wire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, ouch, what was that? Did I cut myself? Oh, it was just my chin hair. It was just my oh, chin hair, everyone. It's that's fine. what it was. Does it's anyone just, have any tweezers? You have to keep them in the vehicle, in the truck, because that's when oh you really gosh. see them oh my in gosh. daylight. Mm-hmm. And then once I, you feel it, you can't not obsess about it until you no, pull it you're out. No, because like, you can push it around. You can move it. Like, <laughs> you know, when you get when you walk into Costco and they have all that stuff at the beginning to like tempt you for yeah. blowing your budget before you even pass the jewelry section. Yeah. They always they have that mirror with like the one million X on the other side. So you can yes. flip it. Yes. I have one of those. I have to confess I'm pretty addicted to it because I can get like up in my business. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm can see the other worlds going on inside my pores and no. that's for the detail work like that's 
Girls, listen, Sometimes I know there's some 20 year olds listening who are like, you guys are old hags, gross, chin hairs, nipple hairs, sick. Y'all did we just say wait. anything about nipple hairs? <laughs> oh, did we not? <laughs> I mean, really, like you could just braid everything. My Speaking of nipples, you're about to see mine. What is with my shirt? Gosh. <laughs> Need a safety pin. Um, the hair, like, <laughs> it's like connect the dots. <laughs> <laughs> Braid your chin hair to your nipple hair. To your nipple hair to your over to the armpit. Hair. And then if your bikini grows out <laughs> wide enough, you could just go straight down. <laughs> I wear a skirted uh, bikini bottom because nobody needs to see my back end at the beach. <laughs> and like the skirt flopped up the other day and I saw everything coming out the sides. Like, <laughs> Wait, it's time, Ange. It is what time. What are you waiting for? Are you waiting for somebody to see it coming out of your jeans? <laughs> I don't know. Before you take care of it? <laughs> Listen, do you remember in, I think it was season one, we talked about, I, seriously, I bought myself a at-home laser treatment for your hair. You have to do it once a week for seven weeks, I think, or eight weeks. And I did it like three times and then I just lost motivation. But this new layer, this new level of like maintenance, maintenance, I'm like, we're either going to sink or we're going to swim here. Like, are we just going to fall into a pit of hairy despair (laughs) where you can no longer tell the difference between Stuart and you as you lay together? Is this where we're at? Or are we going to rise to the challenge? And take care of business. (laughs) I know some women are super comfortable with their body hair. More power to you. I'm not. Are they or do they just not see it? Really? You like your mustache? No, there are women who, you know, it's a cultural thing for us to shave our body hair. Like that is not normal. Women have body hair. Okay. 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 Yes. I I give it to you. Some people choose not to. I don't really care. I don't really care about like armpit hair. I wax my armpits, so they're kind of, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I don't think the French care. I think a lot of Europeans oh. are like, yeah, big deal. Um, But the mustache, like if I see a mustache on another woman, I'm like, are we just not looking in the mirror? <laughs> what? It's so, like certain lighting. That know? can't be cultural. Come on. I don't know. I don't know um, because because also like Egyptians did like sugaring, didn't they? They did body hair removal. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. it's just been a cultural thing with different cultures throughout time. Mm-hmm. Here we are, modern day America. It's a cultural thing. Um, Here we are. I like if if I was like in the Renaissance or something, mm-hmm. there would be no portraits painted of me. <laughs> I am not an attractive person without serious intervention. <laughs> well, that's what's... I'm just not. My my eyes are too close set. I have a huge nose. My lips are nothing to write home about. It it would not be good. Yeah. It would just, like, I, no, I Anne Boleyn, you know, you see those portraits and you're like, hey, you're looking a little rough, girlfriend. But, like, she was probably really... They were probably really hot because mm-hmm. intervention makes does a, a lot for a girl. Big difference. <laughs> it makes such a big difference. I feel like that with my eyebrows. I'm like, 
do we like are we just gonna do this until we're dead we're just gonna fill in where the hair is just or this is just where we are okay if i could just go back to my high school self and say calm the hell down stop <laughs> pulling it all out stop because it's gone like i'm in here like trying to you know you're watching uh people on youtube and they're like oh the sign of youth is a nice bushy eyebrow i'm like is that why i look so old so then, sure enough, if I fill this part in a little bit more, I'm like, hey. But I used I re- to have mine to one hair. It was like this whole part was just one hair. <laughs> it was amazing. But you know now, what? If you go and you look at like Britney Spears of, of the time, like the, the mm-hmm. poster people of the time, Jennifer Lopez, they had the exact same thing. It was like one hair. A little, oh, yeah. a little block here and then patrons are oh no a that's the face. sperm i don't like that the sperm. Like, <laughs> it's true that is like if i'm sorry i know there's sperm eyebrow people listening that is not the way it's supposed to be done that was a bad magazine article like i don't know where <laughs> the arch goes on the outside of your iris okay like take a ruler, that's where the arch goes. Why not arch like that? They're just like yeah. that's, but that's actually a nice youthful look, like more straight across, filled well, in. They're you filled look in. very young. Thank you. Yeah. Well, um, thank you. But, but they the, are. I. I mean, they need to be dealt with quite badly. <clears throat> yeah, quite I have badly. a few like on my eyelid. Yeah, I get them and they like I, grow like here. I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, right out here. <laughs> what are we doing again with the? <laughs> I, uh, you know, sometimes you wear that like natural makeup sort of feel. And you're like, I'm feeling good. Like I got, I woke up, had coffee, rosy cheeks, and feeling beautiful. Yeah, and I, then I used my yourself. tubes and company last night. Yeah, like, look at my glow. Yeah. yeah. Then you see yourself at like 10:30 in the morning. I caught myself in the in bad lighting the other day. Just it was not great. And I, well, my face for whatever reason was really close to the mirror, and I actually looked at myself and I was like whoa girl like this is where you're at like this is where yeah. we're at can you believe this that you're here yeah. looking like this right no now? i can't it was I, so bad and my only thing i can think is just keep more makeup keep putting more makeup on hi <laughs> uh, i guess but you have to eat dinner <laughs> yeah yeah um i filmed a, a couple youtube videos in a row few weeks ago and i you know like on a batch filming day Mm -hmm. i got done what were you thinking you thought you were like a natural what were you a natural beauty what are you doing put on the makeup like it was so bad i just look washed out and puffy and my eyes are just like it was just really bad um there's i think we've talked about this on the show but there's a funny meme i wish i could find it because it just to nail it you gotta nail it but it's about like that day you thought you could go without makeup Mm -hmm. and then by one in the afternoon you feel you look like a homeless victorian street (laughs) urchin chimney sweep or something it's really bad it's true it's true it is it's really quite sad um (coughs) you made me giggle we're doing that phlegm thing now i haven't done that for a while (laughs) i will say i have been using uh, so Tubes & Co. sponsor. Hi, Emily. Um, 
they came out with this glow serum a couple of weeks ago, maybe months ago. Shay. It's like the most, it's the most beautiful thing I've ever put on my skin. And I have used a lot of different products. Mm-hmm. That and the makeup primer, which also feels like you're rubbing velvet into your Satin. skin. Yeah. Yeah. It's so amazing. And I've been using those. And I've also been using her rose illuminator. Ooh. Do you know what Ooh, I need that? Uh, I don't have you, that. Are you sure? It's like a little container. And um, so, you know, it's this is a thing. This is for fashionable. We're stylish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just put a little bit kind of here to reflect your cheekbone light. So it makes your cheekbones look like. Do you oh, have yeah. Them? I mean, I have a another little company's. bit on your nose. I want hers. Yeah. Just a little swipe. And it mm-hmm. kind of just gives your nose some definition. Um. It's it's so nice and it has made such a difference. And it's actually surprisingly surprising since I've been using those consistently and like mm-hmm. rubbing my chest with a tallow bomb. I've actually been getting a lot of compliments on my skin, which mm-hmm. is good. But the reality is, regardless of what products you're using, you're just going to age. Yeah. You're just going to age like it's just going to happen. I don't really know how I feel about that. Well, it's going to I want to be the person that's like, oh, I can age gracefully. And yeah. You but, can. I mean, and it has to, you have to. Yeah. Because it's the other alternative is tacky. But, um, but Wouldn't remember first been- season when we took that picture I, and we did like oh, ourselves yeah. as old? Yeah. That was terrifying. Um, it's kind of a yeah. shame that like Princess Diana, Marilyn Monroe, like these people who you really looked up to mm-hmm. for skincare, for they, fashion, they died young. Yeah. They're, they both died at 36. They are forever young. That's mm-hmm. not fair. <laughs> Marilyn was pretty aged. If you looked at untouched photographs of her. Yeah. I mean, she had a pretty stressful life. She And like, yeah, the skincare back then, like she used petroleum jelly. That's what oh, she yeah. used on her face. That's it. Oh, yeah. We used to slather um, our body in baby oil and go lay out in the sun. That's what we used to do when we were kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really good for the skin. Fry me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just how burnt can I get? I didn't burn. I just get so dark. Holy cow. Mm. Hmm. But I do at night, like I look coat myself, um, like just an oil slick. I was talking to my yeah. sister the other day and she said her friend says that she looks like a Krispy Kreme donut when she goes to bed. Yep. Just glaze. Slather it up. <laughs> Slather it on. I use that. Their Franken tubes is uh, frankincense tallow. Yeah. yeah. I need that like in a Heinz ketchup pumper. Mm hmm. Uh, that stuff is amazing. I'm just going to get like five of them so I can rub it all over myself. Well, because yeah. And like right here, like how many women, their face looks like, oh, you look nice. You have makeup. And then you get to this area and it's like, should have put it here too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That concerns me. The boob lines, the, uh, like the cleavage wrinkles. Icky. (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. (laughs) I don't have no one's talking about cleavage wrinkles. Why is no one talking about that? You see it in the in certain shadows. Well, mine aren't there like, oh, all the times, but yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't even like just, really have cleavage. Let's be honest. I don't have cleavage. I don't think if there's a two inch gap that counts as cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it sad you have a two inch gap where you don't want it, and then your thighs are touching, and you're like, "Could we take this gap and put it there? We just we'd like redistribute." Pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Reminds me of that old, remember um, that old movie, Mannequin? Remember that old movie? Old, old movie. 
you were probably like not even born. No. You know, Starship, we can build this thing together. Isn't that where that song comes from? But there was a guy on there. His no name was Hollywood. And he talked okay. about liposuction and hooking a vacuum cleaner up to him and sucking that fat right out of there. I'll never forget seeing that as a kid. I think my parents must have been watching it or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you catch any of that? Because yeah. now you're back. Okay. Yeah. No, I did. <laughs> but um, I just realized we forgot to cue the wine music. I know. Well, I just thought we were hanging out. Oh. So go ahead, cue it. And then let's we'll okay. talk about cellulite some more. <laughs> Cleavage in the wrong spots. Um... Okay, you can go ahead. Okay, okay. So, uh, I don't even think we told them to be a patron of the show, which you really should, because then you can see our sad top knot hairdos today. And you can do that <laughs> at patreon.com forward slash homemaker shake podcast. And you can uh, choose which level you'd like to uh, support or be a part of the show at. A lot of prepositions at the end of our sentences today, uh, which annoys me. Um, and then you can see the video version and if you want to support the show another way then you know support yourself and drink uh dry farm wines visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic if you have never been a dry farm customer you can use um that page dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic and when you place your first order you are going to get an additional bottle no matter how many you choose you're going to get an additional bottle for a penny so you can try three you can get four, six, seven, twelve, thirteen. They just emailed me that my order has shipped. I'm so happy. You mm-hmm. can do a monthly order or one time. You can do a subscription. You can change it. Just order when you feel like it. Uh, friends, Dry Farm Wines is um, a company that will bring small batch, chemical-free, beautiful wines right to your doorstep. So these are from small farmers all around the world. This is the wine you want to be drinking because there's no purple dye, there's no GMO yeast, and there's no added sugar, which is super important. Mm-hmm. So, Shay, um, <clears throat> what are you sipping this week or so today? I know the point work? was to like bring education around mm-hmm. wine, but just like my hair removal, I have also failed at this part of this oh, okay. today. No so. education today? <laughs> So I have a bottle picked out. I'm going to make a grilled salmon and miso cabbage salad for dinner, which sounds fancy, but it is like my bailout food because salmon is like a fast food for us. We get this beautiful wild caught salmon. It can, you know, you can throw it in a from frozen, throw it in a bowl of warm water and have it in the oven in 10 minutes with just salt Mm -hmm. and pepper and butter. And it's dead simple. And then we always have cabbage on hand. So we shred cabbage. And then whatever other veg we have, maybe it's radish, maybe it's carrots, maybe it's cucumber. You just make a shredded veg coleslaw of sorts. And then a miso dressing, olive oil, miso, vinegar, a little bit of maple syrup, some garlic, black Mm. pepper. So simple. So it is like my get out of jail free kind of meal card. Anyway, I picked this wine to go with it today. Never had this before. I've never seen that. There's a little guy with, he looks kind of like a hipster with his glasses. He's got a beard. Okay. Drinking yeah. wine in a starry night field. So it's called. Rokin de Jardin. What does Rokin mean? Rokin. R-O-U-Q-U-I-N. I know. Rokin. I have no idea. Rokin. Say that again. Roquin. Roquin. Yeah. Roquin. 
Why can't? Why don't I know what that means? I du feel jardin. like I should. I know jardin means garden, right? Jardin. Yeah, something jardin. Like garden. How do you spell it? De jardin. Yeah. Uh, R O U Q U I N. Okay. So mm-hmm. this is, oops, sorry. This is from the Loire region, Val de Loire, and it's 100% oh. Pinot Noir. Redhead. Redhead. He is a redhead. Hmm. Re- a redhead in the garden? Is that what that means? Yeah. Like garden redhead? Yeah, he, look, yeah, he looks almost like, well, I can't see it clear, but it looks like a little South Park character. It looks something. like a little yeah. South Park character. Mm-hmm. Anyway. It is a 100% Pinot Noir red. You know, we talked about residual sugars. There is 0.5 grams per liter, which is basically nothing. Do you remember the gram in in like the the weights in high school? It was always like the size of your pinky. Yeah, that's probably like six grains of white sugar, if you picture it in your mind, which is great. Great news. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> anyway, that's on reserve for tonight. I will let you know how it is. Yeah, do because I'd like to try a few new reds. I've been um kind of getting the same ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. This will be a fun one. Um. Okay. Let's talk about cellulite. We also have to Ew. talk about the fact. Like, do you realize I was talking to a friend of mine about this who is mm-hmm. in the beauty industry, and. From her experience, a massive percentage of women get Botox. And they're starting now at like 19 or 20. Very early. I think they're starting really early. They're starting really early. I think that's like the new – I read an article uh, last year and it's like they're viewing it like in the beauty industry like as a um, preventative. Sorry, my peas are hot. Like a – like start at 18 yeah. so that you keep from getting the creases. Like it's not even that they have the wrinkles. They're just trying to whatever, dead in the muscles or whatever. Mm. Yeah. I guess I didn't, I'm not in a culture where anybody does it at yeah. all. I'm surrounded no. by beautiful women who are aging. Beautifully or gracefully. Their normal yeah. rate of aging. And right. there's gray hairs and there's wrinkles and, you know, it kind of happens for different women at different times, mm-hmm. but there's there's not like a women aren't trying to like fight that. They all I'm truly surrounded by beautiful women who care about themselves, take care of their bodies, take care of their skin. It's not like they're just letting themselves go. Right. But there's just like beautiful acceptance of it of just like this mm-hmm. is what my face looks like. Well, you don't want to look like Nancy Pelosi. I mean, like at some point you just have to call it. Like it's it's happening. <laughs> But yeah, it's not here either. And there's a new, um, brand new med spa in town. And I haven't been in yet. Mm-hmm. But I'm sort of curious, like, are you going to come up here on vacation and get procedures? Yeah, like, that's that's what, exactly what that they what, do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was told. So they, it's a lot of hmm. these in these resort towns because you have to get it done mm-hmm. like every seven weeks, I think. Six weeks. Oh, wow. Eight weeks, depending on what time you think, get. Okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, the reality is, you know, I don't, you're free to make your own decisions. Like, I will squat on that belief. You can do whatever yeah. you want. I struggle with the fact that we're injecting botulism into our faces. <laughs> I mean, 
this thing, you know, like being somebody, we put up food and we're trying to do all these like yeah. food preservation things. It's like the one thing you're trying to keep at bay. Yeah. Like in my experience, that's not a good thing. And a lot of times, you know, I get these comments from people where I'm like, let's say I'm preserving pickles. Well, anytime you're doing anything, homemade bacon, homemade pickles, mm. sourdough bread, like there's mold, there's yeast, there's bacteria. Right. Like this is life. This is things are breaking down. We are mm-hmm. and we are part of this, right? Yeah. We're living organisms. And stuff like that like does not bother me at all. Like if I've got pickles and they've got a little bit of that white harmless mold on top, I just scooch it over to the side and grab my pickle out and it bothers me 0%. I know yeah. that that is not the way a lot of women are. And I know them because they're my friends and they're like, "What's wrong with you?" I'm like, "It does it does not freak me out like it freaks a no. lot of people out. Injecting botulism into my face freaks me out. It's scary. It's yeah. scary. And and this lady who I was talking to, her husband's grandma got a facelift like back in the 60s before it was like a thing. Okay. No, it was okay. beautiful. She looked very okay. youthful. I didn't realize you had to like get facelift, facelifts redone you do you do so she had one 20 years later she had to Uh have it redone which (sighs) she did 20 years later she needed it done again but she was so old she couldn't they couldn't put her under anesthesia and stuff she was just kind of poorly so she couldn't get it done again and so she said that within like four weeks she aged like 50 years because her face went to where it would normally have gone. But it, before, it was like, facelift looks fine. Four weeks later, facial muscles go back to like where they naturally want to be. And she aged 40 years in that short period of time. Okay, you're just like really creeping me out. I would, I mean, I, I'm not going to speak for my future self because that would be <laughs> dumb. But I'm pretty sure I'm never getting a facelift. Okay, like... Ew. I've seen shows. Ew. <clears throat> but I thought that they like, like, like hoiked and stapled back together. I don't Why know. would you need that redone? Your skin stretches? Okay. I don't know. Huh. I don't know. I don't have a lot of facelift experience. I know it might surprise <laughs> some of you. <laughs> I think my point is, and this like you, you actually kind of do have to be careful about some of these things because once you start them, yeah, it's actually really hard to stop. Uh, and sometimes you can't stop, right? Because you yeah. get so used to how then your face looks. And I will testify to this: when I had my lashes, I was I, just going to say that I yeah. thought they were the best thing in the world. I loved them, and I thought I got so used to my face with them that I thought I'm going to have to do this until I die. Yeah, COVID comes. I can't go in anymore. So they naturally just sort of fall off. You have to get them done like every three weeks. It's expensive. It's time consuming. And it took me about, I would say, probably two months to get used to my look without them. Like, Uh this is what your eyes just look like. And now I look back on pictures (laughs) of myself with them. And I'm like, they Mm -hmm. they look kind of stupid. Like, it doesn't look that good. you thought hmm. it looked really good. It doesn't look that good. Well, it was trendy. Do people still do that a lot? Well, this is the thing. We saw, This is what made me think of it. We had a waitress okay. the other day at a restaurant. And I kid you not, her eyelashes were probably three inches long. 
they were like this hit above her eyebrow and owen he was trying to be very polite he just leans in he's like mom is it healthy for your eyelashes to get that long it seems like it would hurt your skin (laughs) and Stu's like it's a trend here young girls i mean they're like they're like this they're long just like the thin eyebrow thing ladies i'm just saying if we just like kind of keep it in the middle i think we actually can prevent our future selves from looking back and being like not maybe not such a great idea We would like to thank American Blossom Linens for not only being our favorite linen company in the entire world, but also for sponsoring season eight, Make Your Bed of Homemaker Chic Podcast. AmericanBlossomLinens.com. Use coupon code HOMEMAKERCHIC20 to get 20% off of your new bed linens. As we head into fall, as we redress our beds, and as we celebrate this theme of making your bed even more beautiful, we want you to do so with American Blossom Linens. Whether you're looking for beautiful, modern vintage sheets to dress your bed or a new duvet cover or a new pillowcase, this is where you need to grow. This is the only 100% American-owned linen company in the entire United States. This is a family-owned company that's over 100 years old, sourcing the most beautiful Texas-grown cotton and weaving them into sheets that are made to last a lifetime. Visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com, use coupon code HOMEMAKERSHEAT20 for 20% off of your new bed. We get asked a lot how we care for our skin and what kind of makeup we use, and the answer is simple. We use Tubes & Co. I want you to visit TubesAndCo.com and use the coupon code HOMEMAKER. This is your one-stop shop for all things natural and organic. From face washings, you have to check out the charcoal bar, to glow serums, which is probably the most beautiful thing I've ever put on my face. Emily has created all kinds of wonderful products for you to utilize on your skin. So whether you're looking for a new foundation, a natural mascara, cruelty-free and additive-free lipsticks or blushes or eyeshadows, Tubes & Co. has what you need. Visit tubesandco.com. Make sure you also try the frankincense tallow balm while you're there and stock your bathroom and makeup case with pure, beautiful products from Tubes and Co. That's tubesandco.com, coupon code HOMEMAKER. We'd like to welcome House of Tokumen as a sponsor of the show. You can find them at hotrugs.net. If you are tired of throwing your money away on cheap rugs, that do not survive your lifestyle, then you need to dress your home in hand-woven rugs from House of Tokumen. Did you know these beautiful vintage handmade rugs are known to outlast their plastic counterparts by two decades? All of the House of Tokumen rugs are heirloom quality and made from the finest cottons and shapes wool. Buy directly from their website and always enjoy free shipping in the continental U.S. or enjoy custom sourcing from a one-on-one buying experience. You are guaranteed a one-of-a-kind rug, no fake antique rugs, machine-made copies, or replicas. Shay and I love our rugs from House of Tokumen. We know that you will, too. Visit House of Tokumen at hotrugs.net. That's hotrugs.net, and dress your home in beautiful rugs. The Elliott Homestead Cooking Community is a sponsor of Homemaker Chic Podcast because, frankly, homemakers have to cook. This is for home cooks out there who would love some new inspiration ideas and motivation in the kitchen. Each month, you'll get five new recipes shipped to your door or to your inbox, whichever you prefer. 
Recipes will range from entrees to side dishes to desserts to sourdough breads and everything in between. I'll also guide you through the month's recipes with a long, in-depth cooking video showing you new skills and encouraging you as you give these recipes a try in your own kitchen. And lastly, you'll be invited into our exclusive community of like-minded home cooks where you can ask questions, share your successes, and gain inspiration from women just like you. The Elliott Homestead Cooking Community is here to inspire and nourish your family with whole food recipes, price-conscious recipes, from scratch recipes that are designed to enjoy. We're going to teach you to bake. We're going to teach you to use sourdough. We're going to teach you to ferment things and to try new ingredients. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com to join as a member today. Um, I asked my hairdresser about the eyelashes because I was thinking about getting them. And that's what he said. He's like, look, the problem is then you're going to think you're not pretty without them. Yeah. And then that's like a slippery slope, you know, he's like, you already have, you already color your hair. You already put your, you know, pencil your eyebrows and there's already things you do because you feel more comfortable that way. Like probably maybe consider about adding to that list. Mm -hmm. Um, I got them once Mm -hmm. um, up here, which I wouldn't (laughs) recommend. (laughs) You can see them in a few YouTube videos. It's rather painful. The girl did not know what she was doing. I would have been better off to do it myself drunk. Like that's <laughs> that's how bad it was. It was so bad. They were so bad. <laughs> it's true. Um like if you're going to do it, go pay top dollar. <laughs> get referrals, see like have friends who have done it. Yeah. Go the best of the best. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, in my mind, at least, and again, I think everyone's totally free to make this decision for themselves. But like, I sort of am drawing the line on on these sort of things. Mm -hmm. Is it something that's enhancing or at least not hurting my health? Or is it something that I'm sacrificing my health to have? So, for example, like the eyelash thing, they're actually, you know, not great because you're putting glue near your eye. And long term, is it like formaldehyde? Yeah, like that can have a problem with your eyes. So, you know, you're risking eyesight of your future self. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is one of the reasons I love Toops' stuff so much because Emily is just intense about Mm -hmm. the cleanliness of her products. So when you're slathering yourself and stuff, which is going into your blood. You feel like, great. Like, I don't feel yeah. guilty about it at all. I don't feel guilty about wearing mm-hmm. her lipstick or using her eyebrow pencils or blushes or foundations or any of these things. Um, and I know that sounds like all well and good. Oh, isn't that must be charming, blah, blah, blah. But like, the reality is there's a lot going on for a woman between the deodorant to the <sighs> foundation to the hair coloring to all these things. And Everything. The dyes in your clothing. The dyes you know, in like, your clothing. The dyes on your purses. Like when you're carrying that a purse against your body, sure. there's like cadmium yeah. in cheap jewelry. There's a lot of bad stuff mm-hmm. going in. Yeah. And that's where I kind of think Lead about with in the, the – Ugh. Yeah. Like – um. Even like a facelift, even if we're not even talking about should we, shouldn't we, like you're going under general general anesthesia and then you're going to be up on a bunch of pain meds and you run the risk of infection and like mm-hmm. for a cosmetic surgery. Ooh. And oh, it's, there you went. Hello. Well, it's hot in here. My camera just probably totally overheated. 
Oh my god! Keep talking. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it makes it's it so hot in here. it makes it a little easier for me to make those decisions. Like, is this something? Am I sacrificing my health for my vanity? You know, and I mean, I guess you could argue that. Yeah. Are you there? Are you there? God, it's me, Margaret. Yep, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I just can't see. Yeah, I just had to switch. Okay, uh, great. Now there we go. Um, anyway, as I get older, health gets more important to me. I've been working really hard with my doctor to like get everything exactly where it needs to be. I mean, yeah, how much you talk about that? About like health this year, like, well, but good because, you know, oh, that's yeah. what we should be talking about this year is yeah. getting healthy. But nobody wants to have that conversation. Yeah, no, I've been buckling down. I work with an Mm -hmm. amazing doctor. So I just went and had a bunch of my blood work done. And she's great. Actually, you guys, I introduced her to Angela. And I was like, can you meet my friend on Zoom? Because she doesn't have a doctor like this near her. Right. And she did. So they've been able to correspond that way, which is amazing. Um, Anyway, so I just got my blood work, all my blood work back. And like the gauntlet of a blood <clears throat> panel that girl puts you through. It's fabulous. Yeah. And it was great. And there was a few things that I needed to take care of and a few things that I was easy, like easily able to supplement. Looks great, Georgia. Georgia's just showing me her new watch that came. Came in the mail oh. today. Um. Anyway. Anyway, I've just been thinking a lot about health and like what I'm not willing to sacrifice anymore. Like, okay, you look nice, but at the cost of what? Your right. eyesight? Yeah. I mean, I yeah, I guess it's going to just be different for everybody. Yeah, I, I think it is. I have a friend who, like, she got her nose done, her mm-hmm. nose and her chin done. Um, she had a very prominent nose. It was hooked. And her chin uh, was a weaker chin, I think. So it was just like, you know, aesthetically, mm-hmm. artistically, like, not a good combination. Um and she did her research. She went to the very best of the best. He did such a great job. She, she looked fabulous. It wasn't even that different. It was mm-hmm. just enough of a change. It made her so happy. Mm-hmm. That's what she did. You know, mm-hmm. she did it really young. Mm-hmm. She was just in her 20s. Uh, so then she gets to go the rest of her life looking that way. And... I mean, I know everybody's situation is going to be different, but like as far as like the upkeep things, mm-hmm. like you're talking about, like with bad stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it money. is. I think it's, it's a lot of totally a personal thing. But I wish that women in general would put as much effort on their health, like the inside well being of things, as they would the outside. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, because there's <clears> one that's going to. The health will eventually show. Yeah. You can you can mask things for so long, but then, you know, you start getting into your 40s and your 50s and your liver's a mess or you're full of toxins. Like, mm-hmm. your eyes aren't going to be clear. You're going to have dull, dingy skin. Your yeah. hair's going to be brittle. Like, that That will eventually reveal itself. Mm-hmm. So, it, I think making your health a priority is... is should be at the top of the list mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. And going back to our early examples, you look at like <clears throat> Marilyn Monroe or Princess Diana. They were both wrecks of people. Yeah. Train wrecks of people on the inside. Mm-hmm. And um, 
yeah, it's devastating to see. It's devastating to see. But <clears throat> what were we talking about? I don't know. It started with thigh cleavage. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Your thighs rubbing together and then we no. went to the wine okay, segment. Let's talk about let's talk about <laughs> I'm thighs super distracted for a by my dress. Sorry. Okay, well pin it. You do that every time you wear this dress, by the way. I know. Um Let's talk about thighs for a second because, gee, could we? Yeah, we're going to talk about this, you guys, because I, we've talked about my working out. If this is the first episode of Homemaker Chic you've ever listened to, you need to know. I started working out about eight weeks ago, which is very anti everything that I want to do, but I'm doing it. And my thighs are different. Now, did we conclude that the bigger thigh is muscle? Is that the conclusion? It's because you were asking a, a few shape. weeks ago. It's a totally oh. different shape. So I'm, wow. I mean, I'm wearing some jeans I wore before I worked out today, but mm-hmm. I, where I gain weight, sides of my thighs, like like a little, you know how a mouse will like fill its cheeks with grain, mm-hmm. and they just go. Boop. It's like I'm growing tumors out the sides of my thighs. It's not attractive at all. I've never been one of those women who just like gains weight over my body and just looks a little thicker, which I think is mm. actually a really beautiful look. Um, it just goes right here, like these little fat deposits right mm-hmm. on the side. Anyway, so I've been lifting weights. I've not been doing cardio other than just life around here being on my feet all day. Just been doing right. squatting and lifting and hinging and um, all these amazing things. And it's like they're they're not it's gone. The fat pocket is gone. It's not there. That's awesome. This is, this <laughs> Your is, eyes this are is, like glowing. You're like, this is so exciting. It is exciting. It is exciting because you know what it showed me? Like you can actually you can't change all the things. You can't fix all the things. You're not going to be perfect. Get over it. But like I have been sad about that for a long time and i was like Hmm. it was kind of just you not being disciplined in doing this thing and the answer was actually really easy it was just kind of boring and the one that you didn't want to do yeah and it's so fun now i still how many times a week are you working out three or lifting i do it twice with my trainer and then once at home okay like that is not a lot no, for for not. somebody looking to like, could could I make a, a change like that? Yeah, it's three hours a week I spend doing it. But she, I mean, it's intense. Like, mm-hmm. it's intense. She's she has no mercy. I just can't believe that. Like, there was this thing that I thought I couldn't do, and now I'm just doing it. And I'm mm-hmm. like lifting heavier weights, and I'm doing things in half the time, and I'm doing triple the weight that I used to be able to do. And you're like, wow, you can actually like grow at something. And it's been Mm -hmm. so encouraging to be like all these other things in your mind that you've built up that you can't do or that you don't like or that aren't part of you or aren't part of your routine. Like you could actually do those things. Like what else is there? You know, like you're like, okay, well, what else? That was always a door that was closed. Yeah. I just opened it. How many other (laughs) doors can I open here? Yeah, exactly. So like, sorry, I am like phlegmed. That's all that laughing. (laughs) Uh, A big one for another one for me, which has nothing to do with skincare or body hair or thigh gaps or cellulite is language. Mm -hmm. Like that is a door I have closed in my mind where I'm like, some people have the gift of language. It is not you. And I'm like, is it though? Hmm. Is it? 
I don't know. Like, what do you think those things are? Oh, I think language is a big one for people. I mean, there's certain like neurological pathways that by like the time you're 13, they're yeah. closed. They're done. They're, they're closed. And after that, it's a real challenge. But it doesn't mean it's impossible. Mm-hmm. Because if you've ever been anywhere, uh, you know, foreign, by the end of the week, you're reading signs like you, yeah, your brain, your brain is a sponge. It's going to take in, it's going to take it in, whether you allow yourself to do that or expose it to things is one thing. Um, this is, uh, I'm going to start French up again this fall, like formally. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty excited. Mm -hmm. I had a French tutor before we moved here and I loved it. Um, but there's other languages I'd like to learn. My kids are going to do German. Yeah. This fall, I can't wait to just hear it and be exposed to it and mm-hmm. see what happens. Um, the language thing really fascinates me because are people really language people or do they just try or maybe they just have an ear for imitation? Or well, I don't I don't even I mean, know if that's it now because I genuinely thought I am not the type of person who can lift. I like in my mind, that's just the way that it was. Every Hmm. day I go and every day I work out, it's horrible and it's hard and I want to throw up and one time I passed out and it's just grueling and I just keep doing it. And the thing is, is like when I listen to different languages, it actually like physically hurts my brain. (laughs) Like I'm Mm -hmm. I'm fatigued. My brain. Yeah. Like I remember actually when we were backpacking through Europe and by the time we got to Spain, I was like, oh, thank God. I don't speak like almost any Spanish other than my four years in high school or whatever. But I was like, at least my brain can kind of rest in Spanish because it's a language I'm really used to hearing. And so it almost felt like listening to English, you know, because your brain's just so tired. When I hear French, I literally just hear like, like, I cannot even distinguish any words. Um, And so I think I think about that with language. Like, what if you just showed up for three hours a week, three times a week for an hour and it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to actually be kind of grueling and you might not enjoy it. The brain fatigue is surprising. Like, you underestimate the capability and of, of having brain fatigue. Yeah. It, it is tiring. It's very tiring. It's trying yeah. very hard to make sense mm-hmm. of what's happening. It's trying to sort it out. It's trying to categorize it. It's trying to mimic it. And... Yeah, it has. I just keep thinking you could do this. If you devote Mm. three hours a week to it, yeah, you could do it. It will take time. You're not going to be able to speak it in a week. Right. I wonder how long it takes. What is it like to, they say it takes like 15,000 hours of something to be a professional, right? Or to be like when you see somebody playing the piano, a pianist or somebody painting, like there's a 15,000 hour story behind that. Okay. Yeah. Like a professional level. Yeah. I wonder how long it really does take to learn a language, like balls out, pardon me, <laughs> like <laughs> learn a language. Oh, well, I think you have you to know? be there. You have to be there. Immersion. Full. Yeah. I mean, I think I you think have just to- the nuances and yeah. idioms and yeah. I mean, it, or have a tutor, somebody who's who, like, I don't know that you can just, like get that from like a link, like Duolingo or something. Yeah. No, know? I think, I think you can learn a lot from a language learning app, something like Babbel mm-hmm. or whatever. But, Babbel or something. But yeah. then there are those nuances that just don't, 
makes sense. Um, I saw a really great meme the other day, and it was like, props to everyone who's learning English out there. Can you imagine trying to learn the word yacht and just not giving up? <laughs> Where it's like C-H and then a T. It's like trying to pronounce that. Right. You know, and I know every language has its little weird nuanced things. And mm-hmm. um, but I guess I guess ultimately what I'm drawing from this is just you're going to be an amateur for a long time. And either you're going to do it or you're not. Don't like stop saying I, I really want to do this or I really wish I could do this. It's like, well, you're mm-hmm. either going to put the time in or not. Are you going to. Are you willing to be an amateur for a long time? Yeah. Like, how does it work with your brain? Is any, you know, I'm not one of those, oh, anything is possible, people. I don't believe that. Uh, But with your brain, how much is possible? I mean, I, we only use like a small percentage of our brain. Yeah. You know, like, look at Audrey Hepburn. What did she speak? Like five languages fluently? Yeah. How did she do that? Did she study or was she just around enough people like really fluently, how do you how yeah. do you even have that sort of opportunity? That kind of stuff blows my mind. I think you have to to be there. I asked a French guy one time. He came over when we were teaching our kids French, and he came over and talked to us for a while. And he, when mm-hmm. I, asked, I asked him how he learned English, and he said, "Well, he went to Ireland. Tough place to learn English." <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, "All you can do is just." Try to listen to try to pick out words and not use your not use your translator. And that was his whole advice was just like, try to try to memorize words, try to pick out words, memorize phrases and don't use your translator. Because when your brain knows that it has a cop out, it won't do Mm -hmm. the work of storing information that it needs to store. Um, That's what I do. Like if I learn a new word, then I try to find an excuse to use it. Mm hmm. Yeah, and it's funny how language has a way of creeping it. Um, have you ever heard that when you ever listen to like French Cafe, there mm-hmm. is a song called C'est Bon. C'est Bon, mm-hmm. C'est Bon. Do you know which one I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Mm-hmm. And so now that's a saying we say in our family. Because when I was teaching the kids French, I would say C'est Bon, like a question. Mm-hmm. Like, is it good? And they'd be like, oh, C'est Bon. And mm-hmm. it's funny because we were at this rest, the same restaurant with the eyelash lady. And Will looks over at me and he's like, C'est Bon. And I'm like, we don't even like speaking French anymore. We're not learning French. <laughs> but these phrases get stuck right. and you have excuses yeah. to use them kind of in your everyday fun life. And if nothing right. else, even if you don't get all the way fluent, it is fun. There is an enrichment that comes from being able to interject and just tie yourself to something different. You know, yeah. bring these little pieces yeah. into your home. Bring, yes. Um. Yeah. When we were in Italy with Jovial years ago, I remember listening to Carla, born in Connecticut, American citizen, moved over Mm -hmm. to Bologna to go to college when she was in her early 20s, married an Italian man, and then lived over there off and on for the rest of her life. And Mm -hmm. the fluency with which she she spoke Italian was mind-boggling. I have never heard anybody fluent in a second language in such, to such perfection. Mm-hmm. It was just remarkable. And it was so, I'm like, you're, I just kept telling myself, like, you're not an idiot. Like, you could do, like, you're, you could do right. this. You got yeah. a brain. You got a desire. Like, you could, this could be something you add in. But, I'm curious how long it would take. 
at, you know, at an hour a day or listening. And I'm just mm. to not make the silly mistakes. And because yeah. I'm sure when I speak French, it sounds broke. I know it sounds broken. I know there's some there, there's some sentences I can't say and I have to go like <laughs> the long way around. You know, they only have like 18,000 different tenses, mm-hmm. you know. Some are just literary, some are just in books, some are never spoken, some are spoken to show off that you can do it. Like the president 20 years ago, he used a particular tense. Who was it? What was his name? I don't know. He would use this tense to show people like, like, I can do this. Isn't that crazy? I don't. It, I... I like that's that's not as of now where I stand mm-hmm. does not make sense in my mind. It it just it doesn't make sense in my mind. But again, going back to our exercise example, mm-hmm. when I was learning how to do deadlifts, I was using a PVC pipe, which weighs six ounces, and I would just mm-hmm. I would hinge, get my athletic stance, hinge correctly, grab the bar correctly, draw it up correctly, and I did that for like two weeks. I never lifted the weight. It was just hmm. about like just practice, just mechanics, practice, just practice the mechanics, practice the form, practice the form, practice the form. And then you start, you know, a little bit of weight and then a little bit of weight and then a little bit of weight. So, you know, if we're connecting that to language, it's like you're not going to you have to just take it one thing at a time. Like, what's the one thing you can learn from that? What's one thing you can just do over and over and over and over again? So I actually took your advice. And I'm totally okay. listening to Jane Eyre. All right. Probably the best book I've ever read, by the way. Okay. I love it. But I thought of you because when she goes to school and she actually gets the opportunity to learn French, mm-hmm. there's one day where she gets to con- conjugate her first verb. She learns her and she's so excited. And I just thought if we could all approach learning something new with such enthusiasm, wouldn't that be amazing? Well, I think, you know, I think the enthusiasm comes in hearing conversations like this or seeing somebody make a big change. Like we forget the potential. We just forget. So when you hear somebody experiencing the potential of learning something new like that, Mm -hmm. that builds a fervor, Mm -hmm. you know, ooh, well, what could I do? What am I capable of or what can I put my hand to or what can I learn? Yeah. You know? Well, and, you know, to take it a little bit broader, I know we're kind of we're close on time here or we are at time, but we are. We are at time. Um, You know, I don't just want to be thinking about, like, how does my hair look or what clothes am I wearing or mm-hmm. are my eyebrows hairy? Like, I want to mm-hmm. actually grow as a person, which is right. where now it's like I want to saturate myself in good literature. I want to be able to have and hold a conversation about something that, um, you know, maybe has a different value than something I'm used to, or -hmm. to be able to be like, yes, I've studied this language for a few years and, you know, I don't speak it very well, but I really enjoy learning about it. And, you know, I've been listening to this book on it, or I've been, you know, practicing my conjugations while I'm doing dishes at night, like actually filling out as a person, you know, not just yeah. outwardly, inwardly, like all of it. That, like, that makes me hot. Like you say, that makes my skirt fly. <laughs> You're already hot. It's your expression. I'm already hot. Look at my face. <laughs> it's awful. We need to be done because I'm dying. But that makes me very excited. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Angela. 
Uh, thank you to our patrons who do keep Homemaker Chic on the air. If you would like to join in showing some love to the podcast, visit patreon.com forward slash Homemaker Chic podcast and you can show your love to us there with a $5 or $10 a month donation. Uh, we love our patrons. Thank you. And we hope you guys enjoy the video forms of the podcast. And a huge thank you to American Blossom Linens, who is sponsoring season eight, Make Your Bed on Homemaker Chic. Visit them at AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use the coupon code Homemaker20. Homemaker Chic. Homemaker, Homemaker Chic20. 20 20 Don't listen to her. For 20% <laughs> off of your American Blossom Linens purchase. This year we're encouraging you, or this season we're encouraging you to make your bed. And we don't just mean your literal bed, although you should do that too. But really showing up, adding beauty, adding comfort, being intentional Mm -hmm. about all the things that we put our hand to, whether that's what makeup you use or your workout routine or learning something new. We encourage you to show up, to do the work. And to make that space beautiful in your home. So a huge thank you to American Blossom Linens for helping us to do that. Absolutely. Tomorrow is Ultra Feminine Friday over on Instagram. So join us there. Use the hashtag Ultra Feminine Friday. It's been a great week. We will not be here on Monday Mm -hmm. for the holiday. So go have some fun. A last hurrah before the school season starts, and we will be back on Thursday yes. with you. Also, I will okay. be on vacation next week at the ocean. So if I do get eaten by a shark, I love you all, and it's been real. Okay. Okay. All right, Shay. The end. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>